Pulp MX Network Production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. We'll recap how we did at Lakewood. We'll look forward to High Point this weekend, round four of the Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships. we got some new guys coming and showing up. They're not on the entry list yet, but we'll, we'll banter around a bit on how, who, how we think who's going to do what and how we think they're going to do and whether you can pick them. Filthy Phil Nicoletti's on a new bike. Maybe that maybe that affects things, uh, but pulpamexfantasy.com, please. You can play weekly, and uh, this week up for grabs is a Justin Barsha Alpine Star jersey, super duper rare, not easy to get. Justin Barsha Alpine Star jersey up for grabs this weekend for the winner of High Point. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks to uh, Pro Taper for coming on. ProTaper.com. They've got two championships this year with Jason Anderson and Zach Osborne. They have the points leader in the 250 Motocross Series. Uh, Geico Honda, JGR Suzuki, Rockstar Energy Husky, all using ProTaper products, drive-in control, whatever you need for your bike, they've got you handled. ProTaper Sportline has been launched also. Uh, whether it's Bradshaw or Anderson, ProTaper has you covered. Uh, 100% also, too, the official goggle of Pulpamex Fantasy and premier athletes around the world, such as Marvin Muskan, Cooper Webb, the entire St- Yamaloop Star Racing Team, rely exclusively on 100% goggles to see more and ride faster in the most extreme conditions, visit ride100percent.com, ride100percent.com, and use the code PULP18 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. We are going to have the 100% lead pipe lock of the week on this show, too, um, but don't always trust us on that. Sometimes we miss it. And also, to Fly Racing, uh, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web from uh, Weston Pike to Blake Baggett to Zach Osborne, Fly Racing continues to strive and uh, pr- provide you products from helmets to boots to gloves to goggles that uh, the industry benchmark uh, company that others want to follow. Uh, also, too, thanks to Kawasaki. The 2019 KX450 is out. We are giving one of those away. We've talked about it here and there. Very exciting times for the folks at Kawasaki. Uh, all new bike, new motor, everything on it looks very exciting. And we're going to give one of those away to somebody who has signed up to play Pulp and Fantasy for the, for the year. And we are giving away two 250Fs also. So please, let the good times roll with Kawasaki. All right, with me on the line to discuss Lakewood and look ahead. I don't want to look back. We're going to look ahead mostly to High Point. First up from ProTaper.com, Paul Parabinos. Paul, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Steve. What's going on? I'm good. You, uh, you're a former mechanic like me, that new Cowie 450. It's exciting. I like it. Uh, I like any time these OEMs put dollars into an all-new model. Yeah, I think it's really exciting for them. Um, I, I've heard good things so far about it too. So um, I, got I, I know Eli's had one at his house for a bit. So like yep. that's 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 cool, man. I think it's a, I think it's a much needed change. I think they got you know going away from the air fork's been good. So um, stoked that we're giving away giving one away to um, you know just a lucky winner basically that plays both Supercross and Motocross this year with us. So. It's Wednesday. The, the test is going on today. I got a text already about the bike is very fast. So that's good. Um, so yeah, launching, launching now, and uh, thanks to Kawasaki for that. Also on the line from Athena and Get Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? Oh, I'm excited about the Kawasaki, as uh, as Paul knows, and most people know. I've ridden Cowies my whole life, and it was time for a new bike. Um, 
I'm getting old, electric start. I'm excited. Does this mean you're getting back on a bike, Dan? Because you've not ridden since the crash last year. No, I'm not getting back on a bike. I'm just excited about it. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I was just checking. I was just checking. Um, um, all right, everybody. Well, thanks to um, thanks to Kawasaki for making that happen. Uh, and the winner for Supercross should have got the 250 already, huh, Paul? If not real soon? Yeah, actually, yeah. So I've been I've been out of the country for a bit, but I just emailed him because I sent him all the information previous to me leaving, and um, it was really just up to him to drive down there, sign the papers, uh, pay tax and title, and, and take off with his bike. So I awesome. just emailed him, actually, 10 minutes ago to see uh, see if he got it yet. Cool. And, Dan, I don't know how you managed to get a Barsha jersey for the weekly prize this week. Good job. Yeah, they're, they're tough. Uh, yeah. Between all of us, we all know some people, and uh, yeah, yeah and we're trying to give away cool things and, and be different, and uh, I think uh, everyone's been happy. I think the site's working good, and and uh, yeah, we're happy about it. Well, what's not working good is my high point results. That's not well, working if you good. Went to high point, if you went to high point already. Sorry, Lakewood. <laughs> Lakewood results are not working good for me, although I did better somehow than I did at uh, Glen Helen, somehow. Uh, 395 for me at Lakewood. Uh, what about you, Dan? Um, I had a good weekend. I went with I got 448. Um, but uh, if two things change, I probably get top five on the weekend. So um, I had a good weekend, my best result in a while. But uh, I definitely, if uh, Joey doesn't have a, a DNF, it gets a lot better. So. Well, so actually, then maybe if you 448, you're happy with that. I shouldn't be that upset with 395. Then maybe. Um, uh, I yeah. mean. I, I think I, Joey goes one one on the day. Uh, had that yeah. not happened, yep. in my opinion, I mean, uh, he doesn't get that bad gate pick and start outside and then have that crash. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like I lost a lot of points there. And then um, you know the red flag. Obviously, uh, they threw the red flag in that second race or the first four fifty race. Yeah. And then when they restarted it, uh, I think Paul had maybe had the same team as me or very close and. Uh, our 450 guy went from max points to uh, zero points uh, when the restart happened. So, um, yeah, yeah. A, a few things go different. I have a pretty awesome day. So. Uh, Paul, what'd you score? I scored 468, and um, yeah, I think Dan and I had very similar teams. We both had Savachi, and we both had the 450 guys talking about Chase Marquier was his name. So. Um, like Dan said, man, if that engine don't blow up, that's a whole bunch more points from Joey. I think it, yeah. Zach probably isn't out of the series. Like that really changed the game, man. So um, yeah, that yeah, happens in fantasy. Yeah, kind of been, it happens. Uh, high score was six oh four on the weekend, by the way. So um, okay, uh, and also too, uh, I picked first lap leader. I really did, um, and that was not good either. So all right, okay. So uh, I the number one score in two fifty class from Lakewood was uh, Ramir Alves, ninety points. Jordan Smith was next. Enzo Lopes was third. Costello continues to impress in fantasy. He was uh, fourth best. Uh, D'Souza, Gustavo D'Souza was next. And then Forkner was after that. I had picked Forkner at Glen Helen, of course. And and then he was double points again, um, even though he didn't have a great uh, uh, Lakewood. So I had Jordan Smith. Liked his qualifying time. Figured he was coming around. Uh, 84 points. Uh, that was nice. I, I did a good job with Jordan. I also picked uh, Gustavo D'Souza. 64 for him. Uh, good job. Can't complain with that. My next guy, my all-star, was Joey. I think like a lot of people, he was a 28% pick trend. Uh, 
only 28%. I'm actually surprised at that with his success at Lakewood. Uh, but I picked Joey, and, uh, yep, you guys recapped what happened to him. And my last guy was uh, Dakota Alex, everybody. Uh, he didn't race. He wasn't there. <laughs> he didn't show up. This is Shades of, Shades of JT picking Noah McConaughey. I just I was doing a story for Racer X on Factory Connection the morning. I'm, listen, excuses, excuses. But I was doing a story. I was running around. I had to grab some lunch. I was so busy. And remember that this was an earlier program too. I don't know why, but it was earlier, probably for TV. And the horn went off, and I had not picked a team. I just had, had not picked a team. I was like, ah! And I ran into the press tent, and I'm looking, and I just uh, somehow Dakota Alex. Was on even though he didn't even qualify. I was looking at qualifying times when I did my team, but uh, I got no excuse. He would have been a good pick at an eight if if he had been there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I picked the rider that didn't even ride practice. He was not even there. And then I was yelling at you guys for not telling me, and you guys were saying it's not our my fault. And then you somebody screenshot uh, Dakota's own social media said I'm not racing, which I don't follow him, but still you guys are like it's right here. It's like Wednesday. He says he's not going to be do there. You th- do, you, do you think you meant to pick, like, Jordan Smith maybe? Because they're, like, close to each other, 45, 42. Uh, I did pick Jordan Smith, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. Um, so that's my three 250 guys. So, yeah, one guy didn't even show up, and, jo- and Joey's motor. Joey was, was, like you said, he was probably on his way to uh, a great day, a 50-point 50, a 50 day, I would say. Um, but, uh, yeah. To 450 wise, it uh, got a little worse for me. Uh, 450 wise, I had uh, well. First of all, Lorenzo Lucercio got tenth overall in the 450 motocross national. Now, if you had told me in January, hey, you know who's going to top ten a 450 national? Yeah, Lorenzo Lucercio. I would have said you're crazy. His first ever 450. Yes, <laughs> yes, the, ladies and gentlemen, this is the 450 motocross class this year. But good job for him. He was a 14% pick trend. He got 100 points. Perfect day. Uh, Dylan Merriam continues to deliver. I picked him at Glen Helen. Of course, his bike let go one moto. Or he might have crashed. I don't remember. Uh, so I could not pick him at Lakewood. He was 94. Kate Ottenright continues to deliver. 94. One of these handicapped guys going to fix this, Paul. I mean, well, geez. I mean, their their handicaps change in relation to their past finish and and yeah. their past handicap. And Merriam had a bad moto at Glen Helen, so yeah, his I handicap know. really didn't move too much. And also because he started out really high at Hangtown, and you know, yeah, no, it's, it's, and, and then you know, it's these slowly guys working away. Yeah, like, they're uh, they're overperforming. I mean, they keep doing better. So, uh, so um, Kate Otten right again. Brandon Leith uh, came through for me. I picked him at Hangtown as well. Uh, Ninety points for him. Derek Anderson showed up out of the blue. Local guy, 90 points for him. Brandon Shear, uh, 82 points. I had him at Glen Helen. But I had Brandon Leith, so good job for Brandon, 90 points. My next, my all-star was Blake Baggett, the uh, winner there last year. He was 41% pick trend, so a lot of people were on to uh, Baggett. Also, a lot of people were on to Brandon Leith at uh, 34%. Uh, so I had Baggett. He maxed out 50 points. Good job. My next guy was Henry Miller, making his first national appearance of the year. Remember, last year we killed it. He went from RM Army back down to his Yamaha. And I hate to be bitter at Henry, but I just looked at, like, Merriam and Ottenright and Lucercio, and I'm like, Henry Miller's better than those guys. But I guess it was his first national of the year. He needs a bit of time to get into things. I don't know. But Henry only got me 50 points. 
And my last guy was Alex Ray. <laughs> Alex Ray was, uh, I think he was high pick, 35% pick trend. So Alex Ray was actually, was he the top guy? Uh, no, Baggett was at 41, then Bloss, then A-Ray. I had three of the top four pick trend guys. You can insert your own joke there. Uh, and Alex Ray, and uh, he, um, he had to stop in the mechanics area. Now, anytime you got to do that, that's not good. So uh, he was way back in one moto. The other moto, he rode pretty well, but uh, whatever. His points, uh, his point total wasn't the greatest. 44 points for him. So that was my team. Uh, Dan, go ahead. All right. So I had Jordan Smith like you did. He, was, I believe, might have been my lock of the week last last week. I think he show. was. I think he yeah. was, yeah. Um, he was always on my team, I felt. Uh, I felt like he had um, – you know, he had good good uh, ceiling, as we call it. He had he had a chance to get a lot of points, and uh, I had Joey Spachi on my team all day long. Maybe prior to the he was my guy. Um, I got burned by him at Hangtown. I got burned by him again in Colorado. Um, I feel like he was going to have fifty points. Things happen. I get it. The next two is where I made a big mistake. I had Lopes and Moseman on my team all day. Lopes was like, all right, he's in good shape, altitude, he'll be good. And uh, Mosman was good there last year, and I felt like he had a high handicap. With about three minutes to go, I had already sent my team to everybody. I said, you know what? I'm going to pull these guys off. i got to pick Forkner, right? <laughs> so I put Forkner on, yeah. and I put Gage Share on oh, my team. Why'd you do that? Char. Char, yeah. I felt well, he got 44 points in the first moto, and Mosman crashed out of the first moto. So after moto one, I'm like patting myself on the back. I'm like, you did real good. You know, you made the right choice this week. <laughs> and and here comes moto two. Share <laughs> and Savachi, two of my guys, they're in the fence. Uh, you, you know how the rest of it played out. Uh, Mosman has a great moto. Forkner does great. And, uh, yeah, it ended up being like a 30-point swing. Or thirty or forty point swing on the on the wrong side for me. So um, I went first lap leader. Went with uh, Amart. Got that Moto Two. He made me sweat it, but uh, I felt like he would get a good start there. He whole shotted and led last year. I believe he even won a Moto first Moto. Yeah, that's actually a good. That's a really good pick, Dan. I mean, look, he he does love the track. He's he's won there motos before, but to go first lap leader with a guy that hasn't led a lap, I don't know. I guess he would have led one at Glen Helen, but yeah. Yeah, I, I just felt like, I mean, some of all, I do it every weekend and I get it wrong. So what? What's the difference? Yeah. And I felt like he had pretty good odds there. Um, in 450, I went first lap leader as well. Uh, we can go there, and uh, I got it on the red flag restart, but with Kenny uh, was my guy. But uh, anybody that tweeted us, it was not a restart of a race. It was a continuation. So there's a few people that are upset that had Roxon and didn't get points. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, it was it was lap four, so you don't get points for it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, I had, uh, as my all-star, Blake Baggett, like you. Uh, I had LaCrucio on my team. He no, you didn't. You had him on your team. Yeah, why would you not have him on your team? He's, he's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just known for 450 outdoor warrior, Dan. Just incredible. Just If there's one thing you I mean, count on, altitude, a privateer <laughs> like Lucrucio is just going to crush it. Just stamp it. Uh, I, I think at a 14, he, he had a chance to get 100 points, which he did. So, um, Whatever. I don't, know how you, I don't know how you looked over that. Um, Bullshit. I passed on A-Ray 
Everybody was on the A Ray. Everyone was on A Ray, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't picked him either weekend. Um, I don't think I'll pick him again this weekend. I just, do we know why he was in the mechanics area? It didn't look like they were doing anything. His uh, his rear brake pedal was bent underneath his uh, his his bike, and then it, and then it, and his his starter button got ripped off. Okay, so, so okay. they why so was it in the mechanics area? They pushed it to the mechanics area. They fixed. Oh, it, it was it wasn't running. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and they gonna, they okay. they fixed the rear brake pedal and they jumped it with a screwdriver by touching the contacts together, and then he went out out. He got bump started it downhill. Uh, apparently, yeah, I don't know, but there was no hill or something to do it. I don't know. That's just what. Oh yeah, I, there's I no hill like what I get it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I couldn't pick Miriam. I was a little bummed on that. I had him at Glen Helen where he had that DNS. Mm-hmm. So I lost those points. I feel like I'm I'm on the lop side or the wrong side of a couple of those guys. Yeah. And you know, a baggage was good. I did have Marquier. He was my letdown. He got 44 points in the second moto. The first moto, before the red flag, he was getting max points. And um, I, I honestly don't know what happened, but he just disappeared. So, <laughs> and then my last, my last guy was uh, Brandon Lee. Uh, I believe you had him too. He was a he was a good pick on the day. Yeah. So, like I said, if if the Marquier thing doesn't happen, um, and the Savachi first moto thing doesn't happen, I, I have a really great day. So, whatever. Uh, go ahead, Paul. Yeah. So. Um... We'll get him out of the way first because uh, you guys both had him, but I had Joey Sfaci as well. And, um, yeah, just uh, 13 points only, and I think that should have been 50. So that's that's just a tough blow and obviously a tough blow to him. And, um, yeah, so that's uh, one of my guys off the list. I had I did have Jordan Smith, who did fantastic. Uh, picked him for the same reasons Dan, Dan stated, that I just thought he could overperform. And uh, he did. He put in his best ride of the year, so um, 84 points from him. Um, and then, like I said, like with Dan, uh, we were texting about our teams probably three minutes prior to lockout, and I had Enzo Lopes and Michael Mosman on my team the entire time. And last minute, I decided to go for Gage Share because uh, he qualified so well. Um, I think he's a good starter, and he finally got a taste of it a little bit at Glen Helen. So I thought maybe this is the weekend he can keep it on two wheels and and you know go 20 you know 19 to 21 range because he's so much better than a lot of the riders around him in that area if he stays on his bike he'll get that so that's what happened the first moto he got 44 points but then the second moto um he pushed osborne out of the way a little bit heading up the hill and then joey came from the from the left side and they all crashed and um that was that so um the guy i didn't take off was Michael Mosman. So I guess in hindsight, I should have swapped out Mosman for share, I guess. But, I mean, it's easy to say that now looking back. But um, Enzo Lopes was on my team for a long, long time, and I decided to take him off. So that was a mistake, and I ended up with Mosman, who got 58, Cher, who got 44, and Jordan Smith, 84, and obviously Joey got 13. Um, and then 450 class, I think Dan and I had the same exact team. We, I had Lorenzo LaCorcio as well. Um, yeah, I had, yeah, no, why I thought, not? Why I, not pick him? Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I follow Lorenzo on on Instagram, and I did sponsor him when he was an amateur. So uh, seeing that he's been putting in the work, and he qualified really, really high. So um, I was like, yeah, sure, let's go for Lorenzo. I know he's been riding. So um, he did awesome, got 100 points. I went Brandon Leith as well. I picked him every time I've could so far. I picked him at Hangtown and at Colorado, and he's put up big points for me. So um, that's been killer. Um <clears throat> Ken Roxon was my Ken Roxon was my all-star, and he rode great. He got 50 points. Uh, and then my last guy, Dan touched on him, was Chase Marquier. So uh, I texted a friend who's been working with Chase, and he said, 
gave me kind of a idea of what he would do and the the sticking feature or the sticking kind of comment to what he said was he he isn't going to pull off so um that's what i went for and uh it was looking great the first moto until the late red flag that we all kind of realize now was probably not needed and um and it just swung the wrong way for me so i know i know people that had Derek anderson it was the red flag was a blessing for them because he was deep on the first start and then the second start he was right inside the top 15 so um that's just the way things go so uh scored um yeah whatever I, whatever i said four yeah. something on the weekend so uh it's not yeah. gone great really hangtown was good but the last two rounds have been kind of rough so i need to have uh, some better luck at high point uh dan the uh, henry miller no like did you remember last yeah. year at a nine? Yeah, I mean, I I remember last year. I just thought that the bike change and was I crazy? Uh, I, mean, I think. Well, I think how you're, are you giving us? You're, a little crazy. you're giving us shit for picking uh, Lacrucio, but you picked Derek Anderson. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, I got Leaf. Uh, I thought you said you picked. No, oh, okay, Leaf. Leaf was like the, the people that picked Anderson. I I follow Anderson or started following him on social media. He had been riding. He paid off. I think the red flag really helped him. Um, and he did awesome. Uh, give him credit; he got points. But I, I just—how could you pick a guy that just hasn't raced in years? Like, and he, and he's not racing. You know, he works a real job. So, yeah. Uh, at least Lacrucio has raced all season. You know. So. I mean, look. Ultimately, him, go ahead, Paul. What were you going to say? But I—I I don't quite remember what I was going to okay, say. Okay. Well, but, um, Henry Miller at a nine. I mean, only 13% people picked him, but I'm just like, yeah, give me a Henry Miller at a nine. Give me, give that to me all day. Look at this class. This class is terrible. Give me Henry Miller. So, I don't know. guess it didn't work out. So Yeah, I don't love it. Yeah, clearly. Clearly. All right. Um, let's get into uh, into high point. So, we don't have, we have the entry list. Paul, you checked it. It's not quite out and updated yet, right? Um, but No, so the end. The entry list, the entry list is not out yet. So um, there are some people that we know will probably be showing up, but we're not going to officially put them on the list until they're officially entered. So, yeah, um, yeah, there we, will be some guys from. Yeah, we think uh, Luke Reslin's going to ride two fifties. Nick Gaines is going to ride four fifties for the Traders team. They will be there. Uh, Bichelia seems like he's making his debut for the Tyloo Honda team, two fifty class, I would assume. And then Lemay and Harrison are making. Uh, Lemay's going to. Switch teams, but stay on a Honda. And Harrison's going to make his season debut for a Honda team out of out of uh, Charlotte. So keep an eye on that. Uh, out of those guys that I n- named, roughly, you two might have an idea. Which guy do you think will provide some value? Uh, not nothing official yet, of course, but roughly handicap wise. And you you got to kick it around with each other, of course, and, and JT and everything. But is there anybody in that list that you like right now? Nate. Nick Gaines is going to provide some speed and entertainment. Yeah, I don't know about about that on a 450. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's going to be fast. <laughs> he's going to be fast. I like Gaines. I don't know what his handicap's going to be. He hasn't raced uh, a 450 ever. Um, and he hasn't – we don't have a lot of data to go off of, but uh, I feel like he, he will have a higher handicap, and I think he can perform. You I have- also think there will there will be more – locals and privateers on the east coast yeah so some of the higher handicaps um you're gonna have to look at them this weekend i know it doesn't help steve look at practice times but you might actually have to look at practice times whatever dan uh well look if, if, look if the curcio can get 10th overall then screw it the whole world is open like i don't know anymore you know what i mean like i don't know what can happen 
Because Dakota it, Alex is a good pick this week, guys. Anybody listening? Oh, to Dakota screw Alex, you, Dan. Screw pick. you. I mean, Nick Gaines could get 11th over 12th overall on, in the 450 class. I don't know. He could. Yeah, yeah he could. Yeah, why not? Uh, Heath Harrison. Although Harrison will probably be more like Henry Miller, probably. Maybe a veteran guy will take a little bit to warm up. But anyways, all right, let's get into this. Are either of the, either of the star guys coming back? Again? Uh, Ferrandis, it sounds like, yeah. DV was telling me that he looks like he's going to race. But Nichols, oh, wow. No. Nichols, uh, no. No. And then what about uh, Mitchell Harrison? I see he's been riding, too. I do not know. Okay. Um, I haven't heard. Will Ferrandis' handicap stay at zero? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Do you like that pick if he shows up? Paul? I do. I do. I do like it. If he shows up and he's a – is that what he's at right now? A zero? Yeah. I think that's is that a zero? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, absolutely I think he shows up. Um, I think he's a really good rider, a good outdoor rider. Um, I think he has potential to be um, in the top five. I don't think he would come back if he's not ready. Um, he's been off for a really long time. So I, I think he'd be ready, and I think uh, he'd be a good pick. Um, good, Euro good Euro track for the it is. Euro guys. Yeah, it is. Good point, Dan. And uh, Forkner is now an all-star, so there goes the, the double points that we, we had for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, there's been a, there was a lot of movement, actually. So a lot of guys um, changed what, you know, changed in the points. And, and the, you know, we, I guess we can get into the 100% lock right now if you want, talking about 250 class, but I think it has to be Joey Savacci. And I'm, I'm so bummed out that I can't pick him because I took him in Hangtown and then I took him at Thunder Valley and I haven't gotten good value out of him. But now he's, he's not in the top eight in points, so he's worth double points. And um, he is a guy that, was leading the race last last time they raced, so he could, and he's won high point before. So how is that not your lock when the guy could be on the podium and he's eligible for double points? Negative two. So you got to hope nothing. You got to hope he has a really good day, which you know, I mean, he I don't just know. Has to be yeah. eight eight or better. Yeah, eight eight or better, and no. I think he's a fairly good pick. Um, what do you think, Dan? Hundred percent goggles lock, lead pipe yeah. lock of the week. For me, it's Joey again. I can't pick him. Yeah. Um, but I feel if you can pick him, uh, had he not crashed, even if he just the second and has a decent second moto, he's fifth in points. There, I think fifth through eighth is like within a couple points of each other, and he's an all star. And we don't even talk about this, but uh, uh, you know, the only weekend I believe Joey is double points. So I think you have to capitalize on that. For me, uh, okay, so that's that's your guys' 100% lead pipe block of the week, and and and, and I agree. For me, an all-star, give me Plessinger at high point at a three, right? I mean, look, J-Mart may yep, beat him. I, There's no Osborne anymore. A-Mart is going to be good, but give me that three for Plessinger all day. I agree. Yeah. Paul? Absolutely. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah, I think he was – you called it really, uh, Steve. You said he You said he thought he might be a little off at, at altitude in Thunder Valley, and I didn't think so. I thought we were going to see a momentum switch here and, and – he went back to not not really being in the hunt for the win at, at uh, Thunder Valley, so um, that was interesting. But now, you know, with Zacho out of the series, um, you know, it's uh, it's I think it's you know he's just got to battle the Martin brothers now. So um, <clears throat> I think High Point's a good spot for him to get back on track and get a get a win, possibly even. Uh, who else do you like, Paul? Um, you know it's. I haven't had a chance to look at these much since uh, we did them a, a bit ago, but um, 
Uh, we talked about All Stars. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we talked about Joey. <sighs> it's really tough. I, I think Brandon Hartraft is a guy I'm going to look at um, because he had a bad weekend at Thunder Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, his handicap actually went in, in 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 our users' favor, so he's now a ten, and um, I think he's pot- capable. of finishing around there so there could be a big chance for points with brand Hartraft. Uh, he had a he had an engine expire on him in the second moto and that's what really what hurt his overall score and brought brought him down in the uh you know what brought his it, handicap value up i should say so what does it say for the team that i was scared to death to pick him or costello at lakewood i'm just like oh no somebody's gonna You're pretty warm is what it says yeah no honestly i'm like I, I love these guys their handicaps but i can't do it this place with that with the with the bikes you know um, yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta think about that kind of stuff at mud races and altitude and, and certain races and yeah. the hot races. You gotta look at guys that aren't as good as Jake. And you gotta say, do I really want to risk that? Um, is uh, I think Hamstar is a good pick. Sorry to cut you off, but I think Hamstar is a good pick at home. Uh, you, you're um, breaking up. Who? RJ. RJ. RJ Hamstar. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a good pick out of one. What about? I agree because okay. um, this ahead. is the first. This is the first week I think RJ's been eligible for double points. So um, it's kind of a similar situation as to us taking Jordan Smith at Thunder Valley. RJ is eligible for double. He's just got to get eleventh both both motos, and he can get that. So I agree. That's a good pick, Dan. Um, as has Lopes lost his value a little bit? He's been really good for fantasy people outside of Glen Helen. He was good at Glen Helen, just not really good. Uh, he's been really good at Hangtown and really good at Lakewood. He's a six. Are we getting to the point, Dan, where Lopes is a little bit of a not value pick? Um, he doesn't have as high as high as value, but I think you can still pick him. And um, as many people picked him last weekend, and I didn't, I think I might pick Lopes this weekend. Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, his he's not as much value, but. Um, I think I'm going to look at the track, and it, and it really depends on how the track um, shape shapes up. But but I could I don't know if you've addressed this yet, Steve, but I can tell that they're doing something different with the tracks this year. And I actually texted Davey Coombs a little bit about this, and and gave him you know told him great job because I think um, last year the tracks were just ripped and mudded way way beyond where they needed to be in practice, and we were really. You know, everyone was racing in a rut from turn to turn, and I think this year they've made a conscious effort to try to not do that as much and open up and you know make make for more creative lines, and so guys can race each other better. And have you as you've seen through the first three races, that's been what's happening. So I don't think High Point will be this year will be nearly as rutted and gnarly as it was last year, but um, it's still a very sticky track, and Enzo is good when it gets rough and rutted. And uh, this could be a good track for him. So, um, yeah, he'll be on my radar for sure, and I think it just depends on how he qualifies. If he qualifies good, then I'll, well, have, him on, I'll have him on my team. Getting back to the tracks, I would agree with you, except, Paul, I talked to Shane Schaefer at Lakewood and said, hey, you didn't rip this place as much. He said it's as ripped as deep as we can go. I'm like, really? He's like, yep. I'm like, okay. Well, maybe he was told to tell you that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Or maybe they maybe, maybe they had a deeper tiller last year. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you guys what. Uh, you know who's been really good all year? For fantasy and two fifty classes, Martin Costello, and you jerks uh, have him at a nine now. Still worth it? Like like Lopes or Costello, Paul? What do you? Um, I mean, Lo- Lopes is a six and Costello is a nine. I think. You know that's a that's a good question. Um, Costello, it's tough for me. I think because Costello has has exceeded his expectations for me. 
um, where I just know more about Lopes. Like Costello is yeah. really ma- making kind of his first, yeah. his first big. You know, he's he's making waves in motocross, which he's he's never even really made supercross mains before this year. So he's taking a really big jump this year. So that's really cool for him. And um, yeah, I'll I'll look at him. I, I definitely take him more serious now when I see his name in the qualifying where than I did before, just because I was like, oh, this guy's not going to finish races, but he, he's doing it. So um, if he qualifies well, then yeah, he's he's going to be he, a look for my team for sure. He was fourth highest points last week, and his handicap only went down by one. So. Well, like I said, it really—it's not so much about the points he's scoring; it's about where the handicap goes based on where it's been in the past. And, and no, his, I know, and no, no, no. I'm just giving an example. Results, I'm so. giving an example. Like yeah, he can. Yeah. Um, and I and I think why he keeps getting such high points is because he is exceed. He's he's putting in the best finishes of his life ever. Like he keeps getting better. So um, maybe that can continue. Uh, I'll give you guys a deep, deep, deep uh, sleeper pick if you'd like. Austin Root. Austin Root. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It's got he's been he rides with Roxon. You know, he's been working hard. I talked to him this week. He's a good dude. His name's Root, which rhymes with Groot. I mean, I, I just yeah. I don't know. I think uh deep I, deep I, pick. I, I, I agree if um, – I haven't looked at the weather, and maybe I will as we're on this call, but if it's going to be hot and humid and nasty, I would lean more towards Root because I think that's what he's living in and practicing in, and, and I think that's where you'll see his value. But I think his speed is just a little bit off, and that's what makes it tough to pick him is that he's he's just never really been up there. He never really runs up there. So well, no, I think we have I, to depend, depend I disagree. Fitness. He's run up there okay. in two motos this year. He's run up there, and then he's really dropped anchor. But for a while – He's been like 15, 12, 15 for a while, and then he kind of drops out. I've okay. been keeping my eye on him because he's a good dude. But he's a 16, so that's what I'm saying. But um, anyways, my four guys, Plessinger, Hartraft, Costello. I'll go teammates there and Ferrandis. What about you, Dan? Oh, I'm gonna, I like Plessinger. I like Hartraft. I like RJ. And I like Lopes. All right, and uh, and Joey Savacci is the 100% goggles lead pipe lock of the week for both of you, right? Yeah. Uh, what about you, Paul? Give me four. Yeah, Plessinger, my all-star, Hampshire, Hartraft, and Ferrandis if he's showing up. That's a solid team, I think, and it, it just bums me out I can't pick Joey, but um, yep. um, yeah, that's a good team, I think. All right, 450-wise for uh, High Point. Before we get to that, though, ProTaper.com, everybody. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki, all part of the ProTaper family. Uh, the Fusion Bar, the one-third waffle grip, the Twister throttle tube, the clamp-on grips now. If you're super ultra-lazy and can't glue a grip, check out the clamp-on grips. I don't like those, Paul. I don't like those at all. Um, well, quit saying you don't, you don't like those. You can say that you don't like the concept of the okay, product because yeah. there's other people that make them. <laughs> I don't like the concept of the product. There you go. But uh, 100% goggles. Well, you know who would like it? Uh, Rocky and the rest of your Bassets would like them, and they're pretty lazy. Yeah, that's a good point. Lazy Basset hounds <laughs> would like grips you can clamp on. Um, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, Dan? Like, why, why would you want? Just put a grip on. Just use glue. I, I just agree. Like, glue is. Yeah, have you ever tried to get that glue off? Like, yeah, it's fine. All right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, listen. Ride100percent.com. Hey, use a code. That, that's why they make different stuff for different people. I know, I know, I know. But but 
Paul, they're doing well. People like them, which disgusts me, but people really, really like well. yeah. your, your clamp on yeah, you're, yes. you're the anomaly on this one. I know. I know. I'm an anomaly on a lot of things in life, Paul. Um, we know. We know. Okay. We've seen your political tweets. Uh, the collection does not <laughs> stop at goggles. The 100% offers a massive line of casual apparel, ranging from ultra-premium athletic wear to officially licensed Geico Honda team merch. 100% has something for everyone on or off the track. Uh, Pulp 18 at checkout. Go to ride100percent.com. Use the code Pulp18 to check out to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Uh, also to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. They're going to have their new gear out soon. And uh, But as it is now, you can take the F2 carbon helmet with MIPS right off the shelf. And it's the same helmet that Baggett and Pike and the 7 Deuce Deuce and Ben LeMay and many others wear. And also to Kawasaki. Thanks, Kawasaki. Congrats on the 2019 Cowie KX450. Did you notice, Dan, they dropped the F? Off the 450 now. I've seen that. I've seen the the graphic design. It's a uh, it's a whole new design. Uh, yeah, if I had to nitpick, and I did with the clamp-on grips, I'm going to nitpick Cowie's choice of graphics. But that's just me. Yep. But it's different. It looks like my '95 KX60. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to go that far, Paul. But uh, <laughs> um, all right. So look, 450s. Thanks to those companies and. And uh, and no problem. If you sponsor the show, I'll make sure I make fun of your graphics and, and the clamp-on grips that you come out with. Um, right. Okay, so uh, 450s. The big question is Justin Hill. He's on a 450 now. JGR bike. Where are we at? He's a three right now. Paul, go. Must pick or not? Team. He's on my team. The lock. He's my lock. He's on my team. He's a lock. He's your 100% lead pipe lock of the week. He sure is. He sure is. Wow. Okay. I just think, um, man, he's just, uh, he has no interest in riding that 250. I think we've seen that from him for years now. And um, I, I, he's just a different guy. He's a talented guy, and he enjoys riding that bike with the power. And I think he's, he looks at it as a challenge, and he likes racing with those guys. I don't, I don't know. He's a, he's a different dude, and he's, but, um, but he's, you know, he's, he's pretty happy. And he's try he's pretty, ha- I'm sorry, he's pretty happy, and he's always, He's put in a lot of effort, I think, this year for the most part, and I think he's happy where he's at in North Carolina, and I just think that we're going to see some flash again on the 450. I just, it's just a whole new attitude for him, and that, mm-hmm. that goes a long way with him when, it, when he shows up at the race. A three is kind of low, but it's the class depth, I guess, is what you guys are thinking, right? A little bit of the depth of the class and who he is and what team he's on? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, you got to go with sorry, go I was just saying, you got to go with the depth. I mean, you got to put everything in the. Yeah. He was a five in the 250 class, but I mean, if anybody looks at the two list of the classes, you know, the depth of the the 250 class was deeper. Um, you could gamble and hope that he gets a flat tire or something, and he doesn't get double points because he will not be top eight in points going into the next round. So, if you want to look ahead, he is going to be double points next week, but his handicap could drop to a a one or a zero depending on his results, you know? So um, depending on what other riders you can pick, I could say you could pass up on Justin Hill. I don't think he's going to go, you know, four or five on the weekend, but I do think he goes well, no worse than like a seven, eight or a seven, seven. Phil, Phil is like the benchmark. Phil's the last factory guy. There's a big gap between him and the Dylan Merriams and Jake Masterpools and these kids and these guys. So Phil is like seven, seven, eight, eight type of guy. So does Justin so Hill beat do you Phil? Think Hill? Yeah, that was my question. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. <laughs> does, does Phil get any better on the Husky? I don't think so. I think he's about where he is now. Do we agree on that? Uh, I, I agree. I, that's why I put Justin right in that group. Justin and Phil are, for me, the, the back end of the – like I put Benny right ahead of those guys. And yeah, so, then I, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, Pike right ahead of them. I mean, you can almost write the top eight or top nine now with Justin, in, in my opinion. I think they're all on the top nine, uh, every moto that they line up at. But, Dan, so. is Justin Hill your 100% lead pipe walk of the week? Mm, not – I think right now, yes. But I think there's going to be privateers that you have to pick, in my opinion. I think there's going to be guys – the 450 scores have been higher. Have you seen guys like LaCruce show up and score 100 points? You have to pick those guys if you want to win this game. Um, there's too many points left on the table. If you went with like Hill and some other lower picks, Merriam, things like that, I think you leave too many points on the table. Is Merriam still good at five, Paul? I mean, yeah, I still think there's plenty of value there. Um, but uh, but Dan Dan. You know, brought up the the thing that everyone has to look for, and especially in the 450 class, like we're all calling the the class weak. Every other rider on the planet that has a pro card knows the 450 class is weak too. So, it's no surprise that all these new guys showing up are are entering the 450 class. I mean, there's there's more chance for some stardom and and recognition in that class, and to earn points, I think, in that class, and there is in the 250 class. And you can do it pretty much on a stock engine, where in the 250 class you got to really have your shit together, and have your you know your wallet be full before you go racing so um uh yeah so i i mean dan brings up a good point there's guys probably on this list that it's hard for us to see them being locks on here on a wednesday but when you when you look at overall qualifying times and then you compare qualifying times to to handicaps there's going to be those outliers that you you're going to have to pick and you're going to have to take gambles on so um but um here on a wednesday i do think hill is a is a very good-looking pick right now. For those of us that weren't, you know, super smart like you two jerkies on Lucrecio, did we miss our window at a seven? You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. And and it's tough because he moved. He moved a lot because he just didn't. He started at thirteen, and then he. He moved to a seven because I mean he he I don't know what his motor scores were but he f- blew that out of the water and um, and he doesn't have a lot of data to go off of so he moved quite a bit um, but no his value is not gone I mean even at that handicap if he does the same results he's still getting a lot of points so no the value is not gone but um, um, <clears throat> you know it's really tough when you're looking at your team it's it, it, he might not be able to get 100, but he could get you know another 75, and, and that could be better than, say, even what Hill gets. There's not much room for Hill. If Hill gets a 14th one moto, then he's not going to get double points. So so Merriam, Chisholm, Masterpool, Cunningham should be back. He's a 6. We like I'm Sheer. Sta- I'm staying away from Chiz. Um, he's not that. Yep. I know he's right. He rode this week. I just don't know if he's going to be 25 minutes in the moto and his head starts hurting or he get, can't see if Kyle's, you know, going to risk it or not. He seems right. like the person to me that they would just say, okay, it's not worth risking it. So for me, uh, I'll stay away from Chiz. Even if he does great, I want him to do great. But for that reason, I think he can go with a Henry Miller here though. He's got more time on the bike, um, uh, you know, on the East coast at an eight. I think uh, his handicap went down one from when he picked him, but I still think Henry Miller's a good pick. And I really like Ben LeMay at a nine. Um, he had a bike issue in Colorado, and like Paul said, 
we usually like to get guys um, the week after they have an issue because mm-hmm. they have more value because yeah. their handicaps have gone up. So, um, All stars, uh, like I, like Plessinger, give me Marvin Muscan at a two. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Dan and Paul? Yeah? Yeah. I already clicked it. Yeah, he's good at this track, and he's a two. So Eli would probably win again, I would think, but uh, maybe not. Maybe maybe the street stops. Um, right now, I have last last year's winner as my as my all star, Blake Baggett, at a four. Okay, yeah, not so not bad. He's he's another he's another one I think that would be an easy easy pick that could uh, put up fifty. The, the all stars in this class I think are easy between easier. You know, you should be able to pick Marvin or Blake, and I think those are two good guys that can can get you all your points but the 250 class i think is a little bit harder especially who on who you're allowed to pick are we scared of kyle cunningham either one of us uh because he's for example kyle cunningham is he back well he should be yeah should be back i i think he will be back yeah and i mean i picked him at Glen helen at a six and and he got i think max points first moto and was headed that way in the second moto before he crashed out so i absolutely think that he's a good pick and um i'll be i'll be looking at him for sure and then, uh, like I said, there should be Heath Harrison should show up. Nick Gaines will show up. And, Dan, you like Bichelia Gaines. Bichelia will be in this class, I believe. Bichelia is 250s, I thought, but maybe not. I don't think so. Oh, okay, so, all right. Like I said, I don't know why anyone would show up and ride a 250. Uh, I'm with you on that. What? What's their handicap? What's Bichelia's handicap off the top of your head-ish? Oh, I don't know. We that's it, it it's it's we always – we go back and we look at past results for a lot of things, so it's really something that we can't really – it's hard to say just off a whim. Like I want to make sure that we have look at our data before we set the guys. Okay. Yeah, but he did have some really good rides. I don't know. Was it last year or was it the year before he had put really good rides in on us? I think it was last year. Yeah. So he has upside, but um. So we'll look at his past results. His handicap might actually not be that great if his past results have been very good. So we'll see. Uh, Dan, first lap leaders at High Point. I don't know. That's why I'm struggling a little bit. I think I'm going to go with Andes in the 250 class. First race, just like fired up. He's gonna lead Moto One. That's what I'm gonna go with. You ever consider? Uh, not, you ever consider not picking one, Dan? No. Then how do you get extra 15 points? <laughs> <laughs> See, you tried to be smart last week and only pick one class ball. Well, you got it wrong, and you you got got minus 15. I went with both classes, and I went 50-50, so I didn't lose any points. I I beat you. I did better. Yep. Good point. Uh, good, point. good point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I only went one. I only went one class. I went J Mart, and you missed it. Yeah, so you both lost fifteen yeah. points. You can't just go one. You're putting all your eggs in one basket. I'm going with two all stars out there that have a chance to lead a lap. So, yeah, right. you can also get them both wrong and get minus thirty though. You don't. Like, yeah, your your check your arithmetic. Ball, but my my glass <laughs> half full. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Hill, lead pipe lock of the week for Paul. Dan, your lead pipe lock of the week, you say is not there yet. You're not 100 percent sure. No, I'm gonna. I mean, right now, if we have, if this was the final pick, I, I think that you go Justin Hill. Um, he's on my team right now. I, I usually select the team uh, just in case something happens on Saturday. Uh, a lot of people are very upset with, or me, not telling them that the race was early last week. But, there's a countdown on the site, um, and I'm not your dad to tell you when the race is, so don't get <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> so people miss the miss their picks, and they're all very upset. And 
Then they wanted a drop week, and the rules are there, guys. Remember, like, everybody. Yeah, and pick like, riders who show up. Like Dakota, like pick riders yeah. who show up. Yeah. Um, right, now, right now my four guys are Marvin, Justin Hill, Ben LeMay, and Henry Miller. All right. Paul? Uh, right now, I'm at I'm uh, I'm having uh, I got Blake Baggett over here as my all star, Justin Hill, Benny Bloss at a zero, still double points, and um, I think this might be the weekend I I go for factory guy Alex Ray. So <laughs> no way. Hold on, Bloss <laughs> is not an I didn't even look. He's not an all star yet. Yeah. No, he's he not will an all star yet, year. which is kind of shocking. Yeah, he he'll be one soon, very soon. He's next, like, he's, ne- next weekend. Anderson is eight ten points. Oh so yeah, next yeah. Weekend, yeah. Be an you know what I just did? I just took Kyle Cunningham off my team right now and put Benny Bloss on my team right now. I just did this, that. This be the you're, last just, you're just going to change it Saturday afternoon. I probably will, but I, I, I yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks to Hundred uh, Percent and Pro Taper Kawasaki, the folks at Fly Racing, PulpamexFantasy.com, Justin Barsha, Jersey up for grabs for the weekly winner, plus our usual prizes from BTO and Fly and Pro Taper and Michelin and and uh, Pit Posse and man, you name it. Uh, we got a ton of prizes. Thanks to all those companies for coming on board. Uh, thanks to you guys for listening, Paul and Dan. Um, yeah, I will be selecting all riders who race this weekend. I will make sure. That is my vow to both of you. So, uh, I'm going to win. I'm making a comeback. I'm going to the front. I'm winning this weekend. Who do, do, Who is winning Industry Idiots? Anybody we know? No. No. Uh, yeah, actually, I think it is somebody we know. I think it's uh, Randy Valade's buddy from Michigan. He, he uh, yeah. is a best rider. It is. Uh, yeah. Screw him. Sure. Yeah. All he, right. really, he really needs to win. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, Dan Trubin, Paul Barbinos. Thanks, boys. All right, see ya. See ya.